Hi, this is Bishop E. James Logan, Senior Pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship Church in Zion, Illinois. Welcome to our podcast. I pray you'll be blessed by a fresh word from God every time you tune in. You turn with me to Isaiah chapter 55. We're going to read verses 9 and 11. We've read this before last week. We're continuing our series, Stand Forever. Stand Forever. I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. Just follow along with me. And the Bible says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent. Heavenly Father, have your way in this place. Use me for your glory. Use me for your glory, God, for great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. O Lord, my Father. Thank you, Jesus. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord, unto thee. For God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God cause he won't give up on you. I want to encourage someone today. Don't give up on God. Because he won't give up on you. He's able. He's able. He's able. Thank you, Jesus. He's able. God is able to do just what he said he would do. He made you a promise. He's gonna fulfill 
every promise to you. Don't give up on God, cause He won't give up on you. For it is so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take Him at His word. Because it stands forever. Just to rest upon his promise. Just to know, thus saith the Lord. There's many times I sang this song and I was crying out because I was trying to trust him, but it felt difficult. And I said, Jesus, Jesus. How I trust you, how I choose to trust you more, Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, give me grace to trust you more. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning new mercies I see, all I have needed I am. Has provided great is thy faithfulness when it seemed difficult to trust you. Great is thy faithfulness when I believe, but I needed God to help my unbelief. Great is thy faithfulness Lord um, to thee the Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep you may have your seats and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters and God said Somebody say, and God said, let there be light. And there was light, and God saw that the light was good, and God departed the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. Verse 6, and God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. Somebody say, and it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. Verse 9. And God said, 
Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. Verse 10, God called the dry land earth and the waters that were gathered together, he called seeds and God saw that it was good. Verse 11, and God said, let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees bearing fruit in which their seed, which is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is their seed. Each was evening, and there was morning the third day. Verse 14, can you guess what it says? And God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. Every time God says, it proceeds by, and it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. Verse 17, and God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth to rule over the day and over the night and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning on the fourth day. Verse 20, can you help me out? And God said, let the water swarm with the swarms of living creatures and let birds fly over the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was what? Good. And God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning on the fifth day. Verse 24, can you help me out? And God let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, livestock and creeping things that uh, creeping things and beasts of the earth according to their kinds, and it was so. Now yeah, y'all paying attention. I love it. Verse 25, and God made the beasts of the earth according to their kinds and the livestock according to their kinds and everything that creeps on the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Here we go. Y'all ready? Ready. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. When God speaks, things happen. I know we're talking about stand forever, but the subtitle is when God speaks. When God speaks. I came to encourage you for about 15 minutes and 49 seconds that when God speaks to you, you better believe that it's going to happen. When God speaks to you, you better believe it's going to happen. Every time God spoke in the beginning, in creation, the Bible says, and it was so. Or another terminology can be, and it came to pass. And it came to pass. And it was so. It is so. That's why at the end of every prayer that we pray, we say amen. Because we're agreeing that it is so. And it was so. And it was so. And God says, and it was so. 
And then God said, and it was so. And then God said, and it was good. And then God said, and it was so. When God makes you a promise, you better believe he's the promise keeper. It's not enough for us just to just sing Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness. And then you go home mad at God. You just sang that he was a Waymaker, a Miracle Worker, and a Promise Keeper. But you're mad because you feel like your time frame in which God should deliver the promise isn't lining up properly. You feel like your time frame don't line up with God giving you the promise. Can I help you out? Can I help you for just a brief moment? Um, God has to do some things in us before he gets us the promise. You don't believe me. You don't like that. The Bible says in Psalm 105, verse 19, it says, until the time came to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Joseph's character. Until the time came, Joseph had to go through some tests. Pastor Jabin Chavez said something that was so powerful to me. He says, just because it isn't your time does not mean God isn't working. He's preparing you for what he has prepared for you. Just because it isn't your time yet does not mean God is not working behind the scenes. That's why in that, the other part of that song, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, even when I don't see him, he's working. Even when I don't feel him, he's working. You're not always going to feel God. Sometimes you're going to go to prayer and you're going to be ticked off. I don't even know why I'm here. I'm frustrated. All kind of hell is breaking through in my life. My son acting up. My wife acting up. I don't know what's going on. God, I'm here. Even when you don't feel him, even when a service don't feel anointed to you, he's moving. He's working. We feel like we always got to feel something. I didn't get no goosebumps in that service. I'm glad you didn't. I pray you felt the presence of God. When God makes you a promise, you better believe that he's the promise keeper. I want to give you several promises that God makes in the New Testament and the Old Testament so that you can understand that when God says something, when God makes a promise to his people, he is not a man that he should lie. In Genesis, verse 17, verse 4, God says, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. You shall be the father of many nations. God made a promise to Abraham, who in his old age wanted to have children, but he did not. God made him a promise. I'll make you the father of many nations. What's the famous children's church song? Father Abraham had many sons. How many sons had Father Abraham? I am one of them. I don't remember the right arm. Right arm, left foot. Left arm, right foot. <laughs> Teaching the babies coordination and the Bible. Amen. <laughs> the song is profound because we're singing of the goodness of God. 
We're singing about the promise that God made to Abraham and it came to pass. And it came to pass. I want you to, I want you to remember that terminology. And it came to pass. And it came to pass. And it shall come to pass. I want you to just remember that. Then we go down to Exodus chapter 2, verses 24 through 25. The Bible says, and God heard their groaning. I remember last Sunday, I began to minister and I began to declare that there is a groaning. There is a cry that is in your belly that you have to get out because God hears the cries of his people. I can't tell you how desperate, I can't tell how desperate you are if you're not willing to groan and cry out for it. You can tell how desperate a child is by the extent in their cry. And God heard their groaning. And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel, and God knew. God heard their cry. And God remembered his covenant. If God said it, He's going to do it. God said it. He's going to do it. Sometimes you got to repeat God's covenant back to him because he wants to know that you know what he says. First Samuel, we preached on this. First Samuel chapter 16, verse one, the Lord says to Samuel, I'm about to step on your toes. How long will you grieve over Saul since I have rejected him from being king over Israel? A lot of us grieve things God has rejected. God already has the promise lined up for you. He already chose who it is. And you crying because the husband that you have been praying for, that you put on your prayer board, he's married already. How long will you cry over what God has rejected? God, I wanted that job so bad. If he wanted you to have it, you'd had it. We cry over things God rejects all the time. Bad relationships, bad friendships. You, know, you knew you couldn't afford that house. Okay, let me get back into the word. Fill your home with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. God will always provide for what it is that he promised. Samuel was crying because he knew that his people needed a king and God had previously raised up Saul. But when Saul started getting crazy and doing extra, doing other, doing outside of what God had called him to do, God says, I, I, gotta, I gotta sit you down, brother, because this ain't the first time you did it. So now I'm rejecting you. Then God gave him a tormenting spirit for the next man that he's raising up to soothe. Some of us are grieving over what God has rejected instead of accepting what God has planned. The Bible says this in Isaiah chapter 40, 31. We sing it all the time. But they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is a promise. 
that God makes to his children. When you wait on the Lord, he will renew your strength. If, if you're weary, you should try waiting in God. If you, if you feel weak, you should try waiting. If you feel discouraged, you should try waiting. If you feel anxious, you should try waiting on God because God, what God is going to do is he's going to cause you to mount up on wings like an eagle. If anybody's ever seen an eagle, you know they got some wings. And what's interesting about the eagle is as soon as the winds get more and more tumultuous, the, the eagle does less and less work. When you wait on God, you just do less and less. I just put my wings out. God, wherever the wind blows, God, that's where I'm going. Wherever you speak, God, that's where I'm going. Whatever you say, God, that's where I'm going. And you're going to renew my strength. A lot of us are doing things in our own strength, and we wonder why we're so tired. You wonder why you're so tired, because you've been doing it in your own strength. You will run and not be weary. When you're running for God, you won't get weary. But you're weary because you're running to stuff that God has rejected. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you. He has plans for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. God did not put you on this earth to not give you a future and a hope. Plans to prosper you, another transliteration says, plans to prosper you. The bishop has said it before, and I'll reiterate it. I preach a prosperity gospel. Because Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I have plans to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope, to give you an expected end. We can all be happy and rejoice because we know that God has an expected end for us. The nation of Israel was going through a tough and difficult time of oppression. They had spent over 70 years in captivity, but God was waiting for them with plans to prosper them. You know, your obedience will get you closer and closer to the promise. Disobedience separates you and causes delays and causes bumps in the road and, and causes things to, to cause you to be even more frustrated and more discouraged. But your obedience will get you closer and closer. It doesn't mean it's going to happen quickly. It just means you're closer to it. You may be right next to it. Those of you that, uh, you know, we were just in New York uh, this past week, literally got back last night. And you can be a mile, a block away from something. If you're in the car, you can be as close as you want to be, but you still might be 20 minutes away. <laughs> Those of you that are from California, you know, three miles can be an hour and a half drive. <laughs> close but yet so far away. A lot of you are close, but your ETA keeps changing. It keeps, it keeps fluctuating. The traffic keeps changing. You're close, but just keep waiting. We were close. There's been so many times where I'm like, okay, God, God this is it. 
man, I feel, man, I feel like this is it. Man. Okay, if it's not this year, it's next year. 2019, man, 2019 is the year that you're going to dream. Oh, God, my dreams are about to manifest. Woo! 2020, God is going to give you vision like never before, and I didn't see nothing that was about to come. 2021, God is going to give you the vision that you were supposed to have in 2020. And we still was going through it. 2022, God is going to do for you what he planned to do for you. And each year we hold on to these promises that man makes instead of getting into the word and seeing what God is saying. I'm closing. I'm closing. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know. And we know. I feel like a Baptist preacher. And we know. That all things work together for the good of those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. It says, and we know. He says, and we know. These are things that you should know. If you're going through a difficult season, you have to repeat this scripture to yourself, and I know. <laughs> yeah, I know what it looks like in the, in the natural realm, but I know in the spirit realm. I know, and I know that all things, I know this light momentary affliction is just for but a moment because I know that all things work together for my good. If it's bad, guess what? If you're a believer, it's working for your good. If it's an, ex if it's an incident, if it's an accident, just know that it's working for your good. If it seems like it's crazy, just know it's working for your good. If you get a bad report from the doctor, just know that it's working for your good. Because when God speaks, it shall come to pass. If you look up the term, and it shall come to pass, or it shall come to pass in the Bible, it's mentioned over 784 times according to my Bible program. And maybe more or less, depending on which transliteration you read. But, and it came to pass. And a lot of times when you read it in, in the New Testament, it, it, was, it was things like, you know, in Genesis, it's all about creation. And God said, and it came to pass. And then in Exodus, it started talking about the things that, that God was doing for the children of Israel as they exited out of Egypt. And it came to pass. That Pharaoh's army was drowned and it came to pass that the waters dried up and it came to and it came to pass and it came to pass and it came to pass has several meanings one meaning is it's going to happen one meaning is it's it's going to happen the other meaning is it happened already so you know that trouble don't last always. And it came to pass that you went through a difficult time, but you didn't stay there. It came and it passed. And it came to pass you had a difficult season during the pandemic, but it passed. 
and it came to pass that you lost a loved one and that feeling and that emotion and that hurt and that pain and it passed and it came to pass then it started talking about God's promises to his people and it came to pass the Bible says in the last days I shall pour out my spirit and it came to pass that God is going to pour out his spirit. You got to know that some things are about to come to pass in your life. You should believe, trust, and know that some things are about to come to pass in your life. I am ministering to you. I am helping you. I am encouraging you to stay strong in the faith. Don't give up on God. Don't uh, doubt what God has said to you. Don't doubt the word, the prophetic words that have come over your life. If they line up with the word of God, don't allow the enemy to give room. Don't allow the enemy to make room in your heart for you to be bitter towards the people of God, to be bitter towards ministers of God, to be bitter towards the church, to stop coming to church because you feel like you're close, but your ETA keeps changing. Second Corinthians says, for the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen. For the promises of God are yes and amen. Yes, it is so. Yes, it is so. The promises of God are yes, it is so. It shall come to pass. It will happen. It's going to happen. It's about to happen. And for some of you, it's already happening. God's promises are yes and amen. My last scripture. Please stand to your feet. The Bible says in Matthew 24, verse 35, heaven and earth shall pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But God's word will by no means pass away. God's word will by no means pass away. If God said it, I believe it. If God said it, it's going to happen. If God said it, I just got to line my faith up to his will, to his way, and I am going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I want to encourage you, my brothers and my sister, that it's going to come to pass. You may have been waiting and waiting and waiting for years. For us, it's been eight years. We've been waiting. We've been praying. We've been fasting. We've been seeking God's face. We've been frustrated. We've been tired. We've been hurt. As many times I didn't want to come to church. But not my will. God's will be done. I couldn't see the GPS. A lot of times God takes us on a map quest. You know, you got to print out the directions. You, when you print out the directions, you don't know when you're going to get there. Anybody remember MapQuest? Remember my dad used to print out the directions? Yes, son, we're going here. Me and my directions, we would have never made it. But God sometimes takes you on the paper route because sometimes we get so caught up in what other people are doing. We get caught up in other people's journey. We look, oh man, such and such made it here. We even snitch on people in prayer God well Elder Reggie got this you don't know how long it took Elder Reggie to get what he got Elder James is doing this you don't know what Elder James went through to get to where God has him now 
Deacon so-and-so is doing this. You don't know what Deacon so-and-so had to go through. You don't know what God had to do in Deacon so-and-so before they got to where God has them now. You don't know the cost of the oil on their lives. You don't know what they went through. You don't know the things that they had to endure, the things that they went through spiritually, the times that they prayed and cried, the times that they prayed and cried, the times that they cried out to God, the times and the moments where they were in their prayer closet groaning and crying out in warfare. You don't know. So you gotta stop looking at other people's journey. God may have them on a different track. You looking at their stuff. Just because they have it, it does not mean, I'm not even going to go there. You looking at the wrong thing. You got to know that God is a God who keeps his promises. When he speaks, every time he speaks, something happens. God said, let us make man in our image. Poof, and here we are. When God speaks, the things that he spoke in the beginning in Genesis are still going on today. Every day, the sun rises and the sun rules the day. And every night, the moon comes up, which is a reflection of the sun, and the moon rules the night. Every single day, you see birds chirping. Every single day, you see squirrels squirreling. Every single day, you see the geese being geese. Every single day. I want to encourage you to not have hummingbird wings, but to wait for God to give you wings like an eagle. A lot of you, you're, you're, you're flapping real hard and real fast and you're not going real far. Little birds can't fly as high as eagles because they don't have the aptitude. They don't have the physical giftedness to do that. God wants you to go higher. God wants your perspective to change because he wants you to see it the way he sees it. And until you're willing to wait on God, you'll continue to have hummingbird wings. And you'll work real hard to stay in one spot. When God wants you to mount up on wings like an eagle. He wants you to get your strength renewed. He wants you to get your faith renewed. He wants you to run and not be weary, to walk and not faint. God is trying to get your faith to be raised. Because we serve a covenant-keeping God. We serve a miracle-working God. I pray that you are encouraged this, this morning. Because if he can do it for me, I, I know he can do it for you. If he can do it for me, I, I know he can do it for you. You just hold on. You just keep on keeping on. You just keep holding on to the promise of God. You just... You just continue to wait on the Lord. You just continue to wait on the Lord because God's going to do it. He's going to do it for you. He's going to do it for you. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. His word will not return to him void. If he said it, he's going to do it. If he spoke it, it's going to happen. If, if God speaks it, you just got to know it's, it's about to happen. It's bound to happen. It's going to happen. It shall come to pass. And shortly thereafter, you'll begin to recognize and realize that every word God has spoken over my life has happened. Every word God has spoken over my life has happened. I want you right now to begin to take journal of the things that have been prophesied over your life because a lot of you are walking in things that God called you to do at a child and you don't even recognize it. 
A lot of you are walking into things and doing things that God ordained for you to do as a young person. And you don't even recognize that you're walking in it. Don't you tell me God can't do it. Don't you tell me God can't do it. Yeah. Oh. I want to do something. I want to pray. I want you to come to the altar. Anyone that is believing God for a miracle, I want to pray for you. I want to be obedient to God. If you're believing God for a miracle, I want to pray for you. This is a season for miracles. Well, thank you for joining us. I also want to thank you in advance for clicking on the link to support our ministry. Your giving is what moves ministry forward and ministry must move forward. You can also visit us online at cffczion.org for more information. If you were blessed by this word, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. God bless you.